Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Mia Sadio, a health and wellness coach, personal trainer and nutritionist who's passionate about helping others to reach their fitness and their nutrition goals as well as learning how to sustain healthy living. And specifically through Mia's health and fitness fusion program for those who want the knowledge and to be able to do it by themselves, but also through personalized one-on-one coaching. Fantastic. Mia, welcome to the show. Thank you. Glad to be on. Well, can you just expand a little bit more on, you know, where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah, so my typical client is someone who would like to improve their overall well-being, They would like to adopt some healthy habits, and they also would like to just improve their health and wellness. They may have a specific health and wellness goal, fitness, nutrition, whatever it is. And when you improve these areas of your life, you also tend to improve your relationships, your career, and just, um, what is it called? Your, not just like your physical health, but your mental health as well. Mm. Oh, yeah, all all these aspects, they're so closely sort of bound together. When we talk about you know, in the business world, health, oh, my gosh, health is so often the one thing that's left behind. You, know, you rush through your lunch. You miss going to the gym. You don't do the things that you, oh, my gosh, that you know you should do because we have all these other things to do. I'll, I'll fix me later. I'll be fine. But that comes at a cost. So how do you help sort of guide your clients through not just the, the, the wellness and a personal training, but understanding how this is all connected and what the, what the true benefit is? Yeah. Well, I like to talk with my clients and get to know a lot about them because everyone's circumstances are different. What everyone has access to is different. You know, where you live, everyone's budget's different. And so I like to get to know them. And then at that point, I can help guide them and also their preferences. That is such a big thing because you can get like a meal plan or something or you can get a workout plan on Google for free. But we have our preferences, you know, someone they might have a health limitation or a physical limitation to where they can't do a certain exercise or Mm. they don't like tomatoes or something and there's tomatoes in every single recipe for the week. And so there's different things that you need to incorporate when coming up with, okay, how can I create a sustainable, healthy lifestyle for myself long-term? A big thing that 
isn't taught is health literacy. And so that is what I want to teach and then help people specifically learn how to live a healthy lifestyle um, tailored to their life. Because that's something that you can't really just look up on Google. So health literacy, why is this? Why is this so important for you? Health literacy is important for me because, well, I want to start by saying I'm a Christian. And so I believe that, you know, our bodies, um, they were given to us by God and it is our job. And as same with the other aspects of the world, um, people, you know, humans, we were given dominion over the plants, over the animals, over all that. But we were also given dominion over our own bodies. And so I think it's very important for us to take care of our bodies. You know, we need to in order to do what whatever it is that we do, no matter what business you're in, um, no matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or if you run like a super large uh, law firm or something, whatever it is, you need to have the physical and mental abilities to fulfill your tasks. So we're all given different, you know, lots in life and we have to be able to achieve the mission that we're given. And so that is why I think it's so important to take care of our health is so we are able to not just physically, but mentally able to, to do those things and be on the business world, even personally as parents. Um, I'm not a parent, but w- the parents, we need to be able to be involved with our kids, play with our kids. And when we're not taking care of our health, we may not be physically able to be involved with our children how we want to be. And so it goes beyond just business or just superficial you know, looks or anything, it goes beyond that into your relationships as well. Mm, it, yeah, it bleeds into every kind of aspect. And I love we talk about these, these different planes. There is the spiritual plane, our higher power. There is the mental plane. Then there's the physical plane. So our bodies, I love that we, we were given this body. We get to take care of it. We have to yeah. use it in the right way. We have to fuel it and use it and take care. So, and that by association plays with mind. There's mind to body, body to mind. There's, there, are, there are two connections always going at the same time. Exactly. So what do you find is the, maybe the biggest challenge that, that your clients face once they reach out to you? What is the, maybe their first hurdle, whether it's some awareness they need to know or a challenge they need to overcome? Time and time again, what is that thing? I would say the main thing is debunking myths that they've heard within the health space so it's like they have they've heard certain things like for example the thing that's been pushed for the past 40 to 50 years at least in america i'm not sure where you're at but at least in america what's been pushed is the food pyramid where it is a high carb low fat diet so you know carbs in the bottom fats at the top and this has been one of the um factors that has led to the gradual increase in chronic disease that we see today. It is one of the main contributing factors. Other factors, of course, play a role, such Mm -hmm. as like sedentary, you know, our jobs now are more sedentary than they were and things like that. But um, yeah, I'd say the main thing is like getting rid of the beliefs that they have in the health and wellness world and structuring them with the correct ones. And, um, And it also depends on your lifestyle, you know, and for example, like how many carbs and fats you eat depends on your lifestyle and different areas. But yeah, I'd say that that would be the biggest thing. That is a beautiful concept. So we, me and Katie, we were watching the um, the Blue Zone 
documentary on Netflix the other day and hearing about the oh, blues, yeah. the diets that they have, the the exercise, the social aspect. There are all these fundamental key areas that are important and they're consistent across the world within these blue zones. Now, I share that because it's it's interesting here. It's finding out what's what's the right thing, what what it is that, that we need to do, which is often lost and forgotten. So the myths, I want to tie a, a sort of string between your world of um, coaching, health, personal training, and the world of business. Because, oh my gosh, we all have these these myths, these beliefs that hold us back, such as, yeah, I need to eat, I need to remove my carbs. That's good for some people, not for others. What's mm-hmm. the right thing for you? And we all have these things that we're told from these experts. And they probably are the right thing for a certain aspect or for a certain goal. Are you looking to just become healthy enough to play with your kids or are you going to climb Mount Everest? Because they have two different things, right? Mm-hmm. Same with business. The beliefs that are, it has to take so long to be able to get to business success. I have to work really hard in order to achieve success. I need to be on this social platform, whatever it might be. These are all different beliefs. It's trying to find the right way for you. So let's segue into that. How do you, how have you navigated these first steps of, of business with the values and the mission and everything that you coach your clients to do? How has that translated into aspects that, that have helped you? Yeah. So you mentioned, um, yeah, there's like different social media platforms, for example, you can be on. And so when I first started getting into business, I was learning about the marketing. Of course, how do I even set up an online business? I've never done this before. I had no idea where to start. And so I uh, bought this like course that taught me how to do it. And so I set it up, but there were certain aspects of it that just didn't align with my values. Um, Mm. And those would be like my business values and my personal values. And so um, like specific uh, sales techniques. And of course, there are good sales techniques. You know, it is business. Sales needs to happen. Um, but there are negative sales techniques I didn't love. And so I would try to work around them um, to incorporate into, okay, this is how I want to do it. And at first, like I was doing everything that they said. And so I was like on every single platform, like all social media platforms, I was on like Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, um, all of them. Like I was doing Facebook, I was doing everything and I had like a blog and a podcast and I still have those, but I was doing all this stuff and I was overwhelmed. You know, I, I was like, okay, this is too much. I'm doing, I'm putting all this in and I'm not getting any clients, you know, like Mm -hmm. what, what am I missing? And so that is where I had to start. I started taking things out. I was like, okay, instead of giving a little bit of my attention to like 10 platforms and trying to manage them and trying to reach people, what I need to do is I need to break it down to like two or three platforms where I can reach a larger audience and give them more of my attention and really give them more value is the main thing is I wanted to give value to people to build trust with them. And to help them. And because there's and a reason that trust is so important in the arena I'm in is because there are so many conflicting nutrition views. Like you said, there's so many conflicting, like you'll hear a uh, like news title, but it's on like a case study. Like, for example, 
saying this vitamin decreases like whatever and it's like okay well it might for this group but not for this group and so but it's like they make a whole thing out of it and then it's like people who don't need to start doing this and it's just it's oh, ever- crumbs. there was this literature about uh cold therapy and how you know cold immersion can help with belly fats and then the literature also said deep down but the studies tested on men on females it doesn't have the same impact I mean, Katie yeah. was like gutted when she heard it's like, there's this, this tactic, your cold showers, cold baths, cold immersion. And it has this, this, these number of health, physical benefits as well as mental. Yet yeah. all the literature says, here's what it does. And then T's and Z's, not for, not for females, not for this one. That is, that's not manipulating. That's not lying, but yeah, it's, no. maybe it's lying by omission, but we, I don't think they can talk about all and every aspect so it's where you sort of draw the line and that's what makes things confusing and again in the health world and in the business world yes there is a lot so again those those two parallels i'm harping on about this because i think it's super super important to hold these two space with anyone in a business how do you serve your clients what do you do where are the parallels between your business and then can you start to see solutions because you're an expert in doing what you do you help people get the amazing results for themselves, mentally, physically, so they can create their life sustainably. Cool. How can you do that for your business? That's a question. Yeah. Um, I would say definitely having a work-life balance is very important. And, and you can get into that with other aspects too. Like, for example, um, having a balance between like what you were just talking about with the there's case studies or certain things are true for certain you know like having having a balance is very important and so yeah when it comes to sustainability what did you ask sustainability how can you bring this into your business how can you because you don't have to do it for your clients yeah as your business grows as your business evolves yeah the new challenges come out the woodwork and it's how to do this so you've been juggling with and you've gone through to a certain degree. I do what everyone says. I'm on all the different channels. It's not quite working. I'm yes. burnt out. Whereas your client's like, there's all these diets, there's all these food. I don't know what to do. I'm confused. It's the same. So where, maybe where could, there's a good question, looking forward. And here's a perception shift in the moment. Mm-hmm. What is a nuance that you can use from your knowledge in business? how you serve your clients and take that and apply it to your business in terms of mm. lead generation, marketing, and sales. How can we tie that in today? Cause that could be big. Yeah. I would say first knowing your values is so important because like I, like I can listen to someone else, but their story is completely, completely different. Their values, who's their target audience? What is their business? You know, like, yeah. why would I listen to someone who's and car sales, you know, like I don't do car sales. And so it's like listening, taking, I think getting the gist of what they're saying, but taking it with a grain of salt is very Mm -hmm. important because we are all different and we all have different circumstances. And so it's like, I can get advice from someone for business, but that doesn't work for my business specifically because maybe mine's online and theirs is in person, you know, different strategies. And yeah, like that strategy for, let's say someone who's an in-person car salesman, right? 
um, that could be true for them and their niche and their, you know, area of life and where they live and all, all these little details. But for me, it wouldn't work. So I need to come up with, okay, how can I take like what they're saying, but apply it to my situation and maybe twist it a little bit to fix my values and make sure that it's in line with my business values and my business goals. Yeah. I'm, I think it's super critical. What, what are you trying to achieve? You mentioned that. What's right for you? Where are you going? What do you want to do? What's your intention? Rather than just grow, get more clients, serve better. It's like it's, it's so nondescript. How can we bring that in? And I think you're right. All this advice from everyone, whether it's paid for advice, free advice, um, you can take it to the bank or take it out the back and shoot it. It's your call. So with every aspect is, okay, what can I, someone listening to this, this episode today will be like, oh, I can take that nuance. How do I work that to my business? Ah, oh, that concept, how does that work for me? Mm-hmm. You don't have to take all of this, but taking these little nuggets, it's super helpful. So you can piece together the right the right business. The right puzzle for you. <laughs> the right puzzle, the right way of working because crumbs, if, if you hate podcasting, and you're trying to implement a strategy to increase and attract an audience through podcasting, it's not going to work. You're going to hate yeah. it. You're out of alignment with your brain chemistry. Whereas if you're doing, you know, whether it's um, Instagram videos, whether it's in person, whether it's email marketing, find the right thing for you that fuels you, that you enjoy, that you are aligned with. That's where the magic is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And like I said earlier, like with my clients, preference is such a big thing. And there's preference in business too. And so I would say that that also goes hand in hand. Absolutely. So looking looking forward, where's, what's your goal? Where are you going towards? Let's say the, let's say the two, three year plan. What yeah. does that look like? So my goal is I want to be able to help as many people while still upholding a standard of excellence. Now, I don't know where that line, I can't exactly draw that line right now because I haven't got there yet. But a big thing for me is like, I don't have a financial goal, for example. I don't really, as long as I can pay the bills, you know, as long as I'm making like the minimum to pay the bills is good. But my main thing is I want to be able to impact and give to as many people and really help them and teach them the knowledge, the, give them the, the tools and resources But I also need to make sure that I am one taking care of myself. So I don't Mm. want to overwork because then like, let's say I have a call and I just had a terrible night's sleep because I went to bed so late and I had to get up and do this and this and this. The quality of um, the quality that I'm giving to my client will not be good. So I need to make sure I'm one taking care of myself Mm. and two, making sure because that that goes alongside with the standard of excellence. I cannot give you my 100% if I'm not 100% myself. Mm. And so, yeah, so my main goal is getting to like finding where that line is and then staying right below that line. So let's say the line, like the most one-on-one clients I can have is like, let's just say it's 30. Okay. So discovering that it's 30 and not going above that, but then finding different ways at that point to still impact and help more people through Mm. different things, you know, whether that's a course or doing um, like speaking, you know, at conferences, things like that. And so I still, I want to make a large impact, but know my limits as well. And keeping that standard of excellence, which I cannot stress enough, the standard of excellence. The standard of excellence. So to 
counter one of your points there with with upholding this center of excellence with your clients if your clients came to you and yeah i just want to eat enough i just want the diet to be i just want to survive i just want to be able Mm -hmm. to survive that's not a great goal for your clients right it's not a great goal what would you tell them if i told you i just want enough nutrition to survive i would want to teach them why it's important to go beyond that and so yeah i would i would first show them the knowledge like okay this this is what your life's gonna look like if you just you know survive but this is what your life can look like if you really take care of your health and nourish it and take care of your body Mm. okay i feel better about that now okay i don't want to survive i want to thrive i want to i want to take care of myself right Mm -hmm. so upholding that value put that into the business perspective i want to just pay the bills i'll just make enough to to survive if your core value is the center of excellence How can you bring that into yourself? How can you bring that into how you, if you personify the business, mm-hmm. your business isn't just set up to help you survive. Oh my gosh, you are made for so much more. If you can take your your own words yeah, and not use them against you. Well, actually, yeah, let's be blunt. Let's use them against you. How can we leverage this? It's like, yeah, actually, c- can, you, can you see these parallels or am I completely off base? No, I see the parallel you're getting at. Is it helpful? It is helpful, yeah. Is it scary? No, no, not scary. Ooh. Okay, what what can you do with this? What can we do with this? Well, I would say on like on a okay, do you want to talk on the business perspective or on the financial perspective? Well, business is, is finances. So well, whatever well, I know, comes I know. first. True. Okay, so okay, I'll go financial perspective. So for example, okay, so like, yeah, okay, okay, wait, hold on, let me wrap my my head around my words. They're going at fast pace. Okay, so on the financial perspective, my minimum is like, okay, that is enough to obviously pay the bills, but also enough like for me to um, like go out to eat, you know, when I want to and still have like a good time with my husband. Like, obviously, it's not like, just right above poverty or anything yeah um yeah so that minimum like includes the flexibility um and then of course like with the impact comes finance like it's hand in hand obviously if I help more people I am going to make more money and so with that and how that ties into my business values is like obviously yes I need to like make enough to care for myself and my family but also with the extra I have, like if I have an abundance, then I am going to share it with others. Now, I don't feel Mm. obligated at all to do that. Like, I don't feel like, for example, socialism, like, I don't think it should be like socialism or anything to where it's like, you know, if you make more, you have to give to them. That's not how I see it. I see it as like, if I can, then I want to help others. And I want to help like, missionaries like that goes in with like me being a christian like Mm -hmm. i want to help missionaries because they are like working for free they're volunteering they're putting themselves in these high-risk situations and obviously they don't have time to work so they need to be funded so yeah like with the extra i make i want to give to donations charities help those around me you know like if i have uh someone in the church you know who's having a hard time obviously like don't just 
like paid them like paid for their salary like with them yeah. doing nothing but like help them out you know and so that's where I see the connection is like with the with if I go over what I need then I'm going to use that to give more and now, then of course like you can be smart with, you know invest things like that you know save obviously for the future yeah, you know be smart be a good there steward. is that misalignment there is a slight misalignment you want to help as many people as possible and make an impact we hear that so so much especially on, on this podcast yes i want to help i want to make an impact cool yeah business isn't great is it no okay you you, you looking at this align the finances you want to help as many people as possible make an impact but you're happy just paying the bills because it's not about the money. Mm-hmm. If there's a mindset, if there's a block or a belief in there that's that's blocking that, the more money you make, the more people you've actually helped by association. So yeah. rather than holding this as if the impact has more weight and more gravitas because society has said it has, how can you take this and be, you know, the finances and the impacts go hand in hand. They are both the same. Sales is not sleazy. Sales is not manipulation. It can be if you want it to be. It can also be glorious and mm-hmm. beautiful. So I guess I want you to listen to your own words and listen to your coaching. Mark, you don't want to just survive. You want to thrive. Yes. And so do you. And so does your business. And by association, if I thrive with my nutrition and my exercise, I can go out and have more fun with my kids. I can go out there and have more fun with Katie. We can go and impact the world. That's the power of it. Same with money, same with business. I love these parallels. Um, Has this this been fun to to sort of break down and talk through? Yeah, no, it's been great. Very helpful too. Oh, Amir, thank you so, so much for being here, for sharing your business and how you help people and behind the scenes, playing along. It's so insightful and it's so helpful. So thank you so, so much. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on here and talk to you. Ah, oh, you're welcome. And also, look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? So you can go to miasmentorship.com. That's where you can learn more about me, my story, my values, all that. You can see my course there and you can also um, apply for one-on-one coaching with me. And then if you want some free content, then you can go to Instagram, uh, which is mias.mentorship. And then I also have a podcast you like podcasts i'm assuming because you're listening to this mm-hmm. then i also have a podcast um which you can find all that through my website well what's it called tell us so they can scoot straight on over what's it called okay yeah so it's called me as mentorship and it's a health and wellness podcast it's all on the title beautiful love that everyone please go and check that out show your support but again Mia, thank you so much for being here for playing along it's been an awful lot of fun yeah thank you for having me you're welcome Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their (laughs) earballs. All the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) See you next time. Bye.